What's up, church? Pastor Furman here, ABU Arnett Benson Unified Church. I hope that Labor Day weekend has been good to you, that you've been refreshing, that uh, the family's doing well. I'm going to give a shout out to Amy and Hector Pena. Uh, they were able to make official uh, the adoption of their son, Mark. Uh, he's been family already, but now it's just official. So congratulations. We're excited for you guys. And uh, we're glad to, to be a part of this journey with you as well. Um, but I'm excited for today's message. Uh, when I was reading this and preparing, it made me reflect on my life. Uh, man, just how I'm hard-headed. And a lot of times I take the hard road. And, and man, I make things way difficult than what it needs to be. Uh, but through this, God has shown me that I don't take losses. I take lessons, that there's teachable moments in everything. And, and today's message is called Growing Pains, because some of the best growth can come through pain. And God wants to show you how your moments of difficulty are actually opportunities that can lead to growth and triumph. OK, so we're going to be in James chapter one, reading verses two through eight. But of course, I want to start us off praying, spending time with the Lord. So that way, man, we receive everything that he has and we don't miss it. Amen. So join me as we pray. Uh, Father, uh, we just come to you just with humbled hearts, Lord, of just your goodness in our life. And man, just how you're constantly working as no matter the, the seasons change, we change, you remain the same, Lord. And so I just pray that um what we hear today from your word, it would speak volumes to our life, um, but it also, man, just lead us for the days of our life. And so just help us receive with great clarity the message that you have for each one of us. And man, give us the, the, the ability to live it out and to let it not go to waste. And so, Father, we just thank you for this. We love you and just pray all this in Jesus name. Amen. All right. James chapter two, I mean, James chapter one, verses two through eight. Um, let's let's jump in. It says, dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For, you know, that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you'll be perfect and complete, needing nothing. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking, but when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is an unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. Mm. James is over here dropping nuggets, man. He's giving us some wisdom that I'm, I'm sure God just poured onto him. And he wants to make sure that God does the same thing and pour it onto us. And it starts with this nugget right here, that trouble can birth growth. Trouble can birth growth. What you're going through, the difficulty, the hardships, uh, man, the pain, all that stuff. When, when God allows something like that to happen, it's actually an opportunity of growth. In verse 2, it says this. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. <laughs> I like how he started off saying, dear brothers and sisters, it's letting us know, hey, we're family here. OK, you, you can receive what I have in, in a way that to know that it's trustworthy. 
Because we're more likely to listen to somebody uh, that has been there before or that we have a relationship with, right? Because if a stranger just came up to us and they're sharing some advice, and it could be really good advice, but if we don't know this person, if they don't have any trust or credibility with us, then it's going to be hard to receive what they're sharing. And what we see here, though, is how we view what we're going through can affect how we handle it. And for the most part, um, I'm sure when you have troubles of any kind, the last thing that you're thinking of is it has an opportunity of joy, right? I mean, let's be honest. Uh, We're emotional beings. And oftentimes our emotions can be read through our facial expressions, through our body language. It's who we are. We can't help it. It's it's part of us, especially when it's, it's moments that are difficult and hard. And when troubles come, man, our thoughts begin to get filtered through our emotions. And James is saying, hey, look, don't let your emotions keep you from the blessing of growth that God has in store for you through this. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but it does mean if you handle it the right way, it could actually be a benefit for you that is greater than what's coming against you. It's greater than the obstacle that you have. It's greater than the weight of what you feel is going on on the other side of it. And verse three says, for, you know, that your faith when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. If you really look back on your life, what you've been through, often handle, often uh, how you handle it shapes who you become. And so, yes, you may be in a new season and a new challenge and a new struggle, a new difficulty, a new hardship. But the principle of it all, uh, of it being a new opportunity for your benefit is always going to be available to you. And I know we like to believe that we're always growing right, um, that we're being sharpening, uh, man, that we're, we're stepping up levels all the time. Um, but there's some truth to, to what he's saying, because if you never have the chance to put it into practice, then how do you really know um, where you measure up? You know what I'm saying? We all know there's a big difference between knowing something and actually doing what you know. And so even though we have to come through this, we have to know that God allows it uh, for one, uh, has opportunities to put into practice these things that he taught us, right? It's just like you can know you should read your Bible and that if in doing so, you'll be able to gain God's wisdom. You'll be able to hear him speak to you. Uh, it'll help you uh, prepare for challenges that may come ahead. But if you never read your word, right, if you don't spend time in it, Well, it's going to be harder to be prepared and equipped for the things that you're going to face down the road. And this verse just says, hey, man, your endurance has a chance to grow, meaning it's going to be on you. God is always going to do his part, but it's up to you to follow through doing yours. And your faith is always going to get tested. Uh, But just like in school, just like a teacher gives you a test, it's going to be up to you for you to pass it, right? The teacher spends time explaining everything, giving you the tools, the instructions, the wisdom to pass the test. But it's up to you to ultimately pay attention, to receive it, to apply it and make it happen. And verse four, he says, so let it grow for when your endurance is fully developed, you'll be perfect and complete, needing nothing. That's the place we all want to be, right? We want to be perfect. We want to be complete. We want to need nothing. Uh Because we all know we're far from that. And you've probably heard this saying, well, I'm not 
where I used to be. Or I'm not where I want to be, but at least I'm not where I used to be. Have you heard that phrase? I think that should always be our attitude and our mind frame, especially when we're at moments of difficulty. Uh, because we're going to face trials. Um, but the good thing is, man, God is going to lead us through it. And he's going to use it as a chance to grow our faith and our endurance. And, man, when we go about this the right way, we're going to develop handling ourselves better than we did the previous time. And we're going to always continue to move forward and be sharp and get better. And that doesn't mean that every situation will be the same because we know they're not, right? We know that every situation is different. It comes with its own set of challenges. Uh, But... Uh, man, when when we're able to learn a lesson instead of uh, just taking a loss, man, now we have something that we could take for us, with us, and, and use moving forward, right? And the more that we do this, the more our response and how we handle it gets better. Um, does that mean that we'll reach a point of not needing God or Jesus and be perfect? No, it doesn't mean that. Uh, but it does mean that in those situations, instead of freaking out, instead of stressing out, Uh, responding negatively, or even automatically defeating ourselves at the beginning of it. Uh, James is saying, when we let it grow, when we let it run its course, um, do what God is revealing to us and and showing us in that process, uh, our faith is going to grow so much stronger and we're going to become so much steadier when we have those moments because troubles can birth growth. And I know the word... um, usually isn't followed by anything uh, uh, good when you, you think about troubles. You last thing you think about it is joy, right, or, or growth. Um, but, it's, man, it's always an opportunity to be wiser, to be stronger, and be more resilient uh, whenever we're able to review it in the right way and handle it the right way um, and doing it in the way that God is revealing to us and showing us and helping us. Uh, man, it, it's going to be such a blessing in your life when you're able to uh, see that this isn't actually a setback, um, but it's actually a huge blessing that's going to set you up for things to come. Second thing we see is what we seek affects what we need. What we seek, what we go after, how we approach things is going to affect our needs. Verse 5 says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. Hmm. We all have needs and I'll be the first one to admit uh, when it comes to a need and, and actually having to go and seek help, it's something I struggle with. I have difficulty doing it. I don't know if it's pride, if it's shame. Uh, maybe it's both of them, right? Where I feel like, man, I failed or and I should be able to handle this and I can't. And sometimes uh, we've had bad experiences too when we finally did reach out and, and try to seek help. Sometimes uh, we've put too much faith into other people or expectations, and it's backfired on us. And then it begins to, man, just pile up on in the way that we view things moving forward. And so whether it's separate or together, you know, those positions are tough and they're impactful. But we can't let it overtake us in our moments of difficulty and hold us hostage from God. That's what we, we want to avoid. That's what we can't allow to happen. Uh, because then we'll begin to place our limitations and even our bad experiences or the limitations of others. And uh, before we even give it to God, we're already thinking, well, that's the way the result is going to be if I do give it to God anyway. So I just need to accept it as it is. And no, that's not true because 
God is faithful. He's not the same as us or even anybody else. So we shouldn't put that expectation on him. Uh, We need to understand that he already knows what our needs are as well. They're never hidden from him, but they're also never beyond what he can make happen. So even when we feel convicted because uh, the situation we're in is a result of our own actions, uh, man, we can still know that we could go to God and he's going to be met with grace and love and he's going to help us through it. Because uh, what did we just read? Ask our generous God. He's a generous God with us, man. He, so much so that he often helps us and gives us way more than what we deserve. And he's not going to just leave us in the dark So when we go to him. And James is saying, look, man, uh, man, in those moments of trouble, uh, what we probably are missing in it, um, not only do we know the needs, but we need wisdom. We need his wisdom. Because when we have God's wisdom, we have his light. And we're able to see through the dark, right? And it's going to be practical. It's going to be divine. It's going to help us reflect his character. It's going to help us reflect Jesus in those moments. But it also gives us the ability to better navigate those situations. uh, To see things in a better frame. To understand and process things better in a more healthier way. And handle the situation completely different than we would on our own. Uh, So there's a huge benefit in doing so. In verse 6 he says, He's not going to rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Mm. We know that God is willing and capable to step in and help our situations at any time. And what you learn when you're going through moments of trouble like this, like we talked about earlier, is that they have purpose, right? They have a benefit for us. Um, But also our response plays a big role in that situation. Are we going to allow our bad experiences to keep us hostage from God? Are we going to try to you know, push through relying on ourselves and, and leave God watching, standing there on the sideline? Or are we going to go to God? Are we going to give this to Him? And then we're going to trust what He tells us and how He's leading us through this. You know, Knowing someone is capable of helping you and asking them for help aren't the same things. They're two different things, right? Just because somebody is capable of helping you doesn't automatically mean that they will. And my wife has told me uh, on more than one occasion that I could say is, man, she would tell me, look, I can't do something. Uh, how can I know what you want me to do if you never tell me about it? I can't read what's going on in your mind, right? We have to ask these things. And the same is true with God. Like, man, if we're struggling, uh, being hesitant, uh, then it just shows that our faith and our trust in him isn't as valid as we may think it is, isn't as strong as it is. Um And it's something that we shouldn't run from, but we should acknowledge and say, like, man, you know what? God, I I need you to take these doubts away from me because, uh, man, they're really pulling me in different directions. Because that's what your doubt does. It it begins to try to lead you in, in different directions instead of understanding, look, the only direction I need to follow is God's directions because he is faithful. Uh, And I can't go two directions at the same time. I can't go to God asking for his help, but then still trying to live the way that the world has given me advice. And he wants to give you clarity so you can avoid finding yourself in this situation of being double-minded. Because what we seek affects what we need. And our needs aren't a secret of God. 
but how we go about receiving them is going to help what makes the difference. And naturally, our emotions and our evaluations of ourselves and others, even at times, man, it could keep us from going to God or even creating doubt in those situations. And if we do, we're always going to find ourselves being pulled in every direction with no direction. But to avoid all that, it's, it's really simple when we break it all down. We just need to seek his wisdom in those situations through his word and even through other believers at times. And then when God brings us that clarity, when he makes it known what we should do, we have to commit wholeheartedly trusting him and just following his direction and know that he's going to see us through it. Amen. Because here's the third thing. Our loyalty affects our stability. Our loyalty affects our stability. Verse 7 says, do not waver. For a person with divided loyalty is unsettled, has a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Mm. If you've ever been in a boat, right, and you felt the waves and the wind, man, it could rock you around. You could feel it like, oh, dang. And when things are calm, how is it? It's easy to move around that boat, right? It's easy to look around and just process things and see things more clearly. And Man, Things are so much easier, but when a storm comes and that wind picks up and the waves start to crash against you and they start to rock around you, man, it can really throw you off and it can knock you off balance and it can start affecting uh, the way that you see things and it can make trying to make the right decisions even more difficult. It, it could have, man, have your emotions screaming at you, probably the worst possible outcomes possible and, and you starting to believe in them because of how loud they seem in those moments. Man, it, it's hard to move around when you're falling, right? And when we don't have our faith anchored in Jesus, God's truth, then when those waves come in our life, man, we could find ourselves getting tossed around and knocked off balance. And our loyalty to God is the anchor that keeps us uh, in that resistance, but also balanced. When we think of the word loyalty, it's usually with us thinking about how other people are in our life, right? We're how people are, are reliable, trustworthy, dependable, uh, supportive, and you don't have to question their allegiance. Or you might even think about how you're that person to other people. Uh, we want people who are loyal because we're loyal, right? And, and having that understanding of relationship, what does it do? It creates a stability that can endure difficult times. And when you don't have that, man, it's easy to get distracted. It's easy to get misled and confused. And James is explaining to us, man, that the same thing could happen um, to our faith and our relationship with God when our loyalty is divided like that. Uh, it's going to make our situation worse. And, and then on top of that, uh, God is going to sit back and say, all right, well, if that's how you want to play and that's what you want to do then I'm not going to take that shovel out your hand. I'm going to allow you to keep digging that hole that you're putting yourself into uh, because you fully don't trust me and, and you're still trying to count on all these other things instead of just knowing that I'm the way that you need to follow. I'm the direction. Uh, that's what we got to avoid, right? Verse 80 says, Their loyalty is divided between God and the world and they are unstable in everything that they do. A common thing that we see just in the past few verses is that there's no riding the fence uh, where you're going to be able to reap from both sides. Like, that's not possible. That's not going to happen. And a, and a lot of times we lie to ourselves believing that it's possible, believing that we can do this. And James is saying, look, 
May God wants it to be understood that you're either with him wholeheartedly and completely or you really don't belong to him the way that you think that you do. And your loyalty can't be divided because if you try to do that, man, your life is always going to remain unstable in everything that you do. And when the waves come crashing in your life, man, you're going to get tossed around. And that stability that you were seeking, that you're hoping that you have, is actually going to be met with resistance and restlessness instead. And, and you're going to be off balance the whole time. You're going to end up conflicted. You're going to end up bitter. And you're going to be missing out on the blessings that God had for you that would have been produced through your situation. And the only person you can blame is yourself, Right? You can't blame anybody else for this when God has already made it clear to you that his wisdom is best. But when you choose to rely on your own wisdom, man, that's the result that you're going to get. So our loyalty affects our stability in those difficult moments, in those times of trouble, in those hardships. Because remember, trials are going to come and where we place our, our trust and our faith will either help us or hurt us when it happens. And just like, you know, being married and, and having an affair isn't okay, right? Like, that's not cool at all. The same is true about seeking God's help by still trying to live for the world. That's not going to be okay. That's not going to fly. Um, you can't do both. You're either going to be loyal to God or you're actually going to be loyal to yourself. And whatever you choose, man, you are guaranteed to get what you deserve from that. Mm. So my challenge for all of this with all of us this week, I challenge you to grow. I challenge myself to grow. Don't allow your circumstances to keep you from the blessings that God wants to do to you through this. Our troubles are opportunities to grow in ways that we couldn't without them. So work on your perspective so you can respond in a way that is going to be beneficial for you instead of harmful. Remember, what we seek affects what we need. And God is willing to meet our needs, but we need to make it known and also go to him, trusting what he says and where he leads us. Because our loyalty affects our stability. It makes a difference between being tossed around uh, or finding ourselves the balance that we need to push through. And if our loyalty is divided with God, then our life is always going to be unstable. So remain loyal to God, and then when those hard times come, you'll find joy that develops growth. So that's my challenge. Grow, and don't stop growing. Keep on pushing forward. Keep trusting God, and know that He's faithful, and He's going to see you through this situation, that what you're going through is actually going to be a blessing to you and a blessing to those around you. So let me pray. Father, I just come to you right now acknowledging, uh, for one, that in those moments, Father, we are not alone. You were saying, hey, I'm here. I'm right there with you. I'm present with you. And I want you to take my hand as I lead you through it. And so, Father, will we humble ourselves? Will we not lie in on the wisdom of this world or even the wisdom of ourselves? But trust where you go and, and, and follow your voice through this, Lord, and, and see that what we are facing is an opportunity to be sharpened and to be growth, and that there's a lot that we could take from this that is going to better equip us and prepare us for the next time that we find ourselves in a moment of difficulty. And so, Father, wow, man, just help us. Help us remain loyal to you so we can have the stability and the balance that we need to endure in these trials. Uh, man, but also just know, Lord, uh, man, 
that you are faithful, um, that you are are so good, and the way that we seek you is going to affect how we see our needs be met. Because um, you're willing to meet our needs, Lord. Um, but oftentimes, uh, man, we try to go and we seek what we think is best instead of realizing, no, you're always the best option. You're always the answer to every question, to every to every problem. You're the solution. And so, man, help us get that through our thick skulls at times and walk it in our lives and know that everything that we're going through, man, you're going to get a glory out of it. And it's going to be a blessing to us that we couldn't even imagine. So, Father, just be with my brothers and sisters that may be struggling with this right now. I pray that you would give them encouragement and just, man, love on them today and that they would see, okay, you know what? This isn't as bad as I thought it was because my God is faithful and my God uses situations like this to benefit my life and to glorify his kingdom. So, Father, we just thank you and we love you and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, church, I love y'all. I pray this blessed you. Man, growing is painful, right? But it's such a huge blessing, so don't miss out on it. Y'all have a great week. Bye.